So that was Malala, and I don't know if you all know her story. Uh, who doesn't know her story? Does anybody not know her story? Really? Okay. So, okay, this is her story in a brief nutshell. Uh, Malala is from Pakistan, and uh, she was like, I can't remember if it was 14 or 15 years old, something like that, um, and she was secretly getting educated there underneath the Taliban, uh, who were all around the mountains of, uh, of Pakistan and Afghanistan. And um, she kept on speaking out against uh, not getting educated and how women should be able to be educated without any restrictions because in a lot of those countries in the, the more um, underdeveloped areas, uh, women were restricted from being taught. Um, and she didn't like that. She kept on speaking out against it and she kept on fighting people who would try to stop them and they would try to create these little like secret meetings, you know, and, and sneak off to different tents to learn things. Um, and uh, unfortunately, the Taliban had learned about this and learned about how vocal she was and shot her in the face in, a, in point blank range. And she really should have died, right? It, it, shooting someone in point blank range like this uh, usually will kill someone, but she didn't die. She survived. And honestly, I don't know how it is that she got out of Pakistan. I haven't read the book. Um, uh, but this is her Nobel Peace Prize acceptance speech. Uh, the youngest person in the world to get a Nobel Peace Prize. I think she was 18 uh, at the time. Nobody's even come close uh, to being her age. Um, here, this is a brave woman who is going out there and speaking for children's rights. And she said, you know, children are voiceless. Children are frightened. Uh, frightened. Children are afraid. Right? And she said, we have to be worried about that because they're not getting educated. And I agree with her 100%. You know, I support an organization called Stones for Schools, um, where this one gentleman, this before this ever happened with her, uh, this one gentleman is building schools brick by brick uh, by himself with some helpers in Afghanistan and Pakistan, because absolutely the key to anything is education. But what I want to tell you today is the key to your becoming a successful chiropractor is education. And not just your own education, because you're already here, right? You're already committed to this. It's the education of the public, because they have no bloody idea what you do. Right. They, so I speak for the children. Right. The children that I deal with are also voiceless and also frightened because they're sick and they're suffering and they're dying. And as much as I think education is extremely important, and I agree with Malala 100% and she deserved that uh, award, absolutely, I think that healthcare is even more important because if you're sick, you can't become who you want to become. If you're labeled... You can't become the person you want to become. If you're not given access to stuff like chiropractic because your insurance doesn't cover it, who the hell cares? But if you people are get sometimes so caught up whether their insurance covers something that they forget that what's important is the health of their kid. They should be investing in their child, not thinking of whether the insurance thinks it's okay. I speak for those voiceless children, right? That's why I am here. That's why I go all over the place. That's why. This morning, if you wonder why I'm so dressed up, because usually I'm not looking like this. The reason I'm so dressed up is because me and Londi, we went to um, the Marietta Middle School today. Dr. Tim Gross, the vice provost, asked me to go there on behalf of Life University and do a career day for these kids. So I went to Marietta Middle School, and for some of them, it was their first exposure to chiropractic ever. Um, and it was really interesting. Uh, we had three different classes of 25 or 30 people uh, walking, uh, you know, coming through, and 
hearing me and Blondie babble for, uh, for half an hour or so. But you know what? I didn't hold back. I didn't say, chiropractic's for back pain, and I put my hands in your back and make your back feel better. I told them the truth. I told them about my story, how I got involved with chiropractic because of asthma and allergies. I told them about the little girl who came in a couple of months ago with an autistic diagnosis and now no longer has an autistic diagnosis. I told them about the little boy who had cock who no longer has cock. I told them about the pregnant woman whose baby's upside down and now right side and now head down. I told them the truth about chiropractic. I didn't care what anybody said or thought. I'm uninterested because, like Malala said, I am for the voiceless. Right? And I would love for them to go home and tell their mommies and daddies or caregivers or whoever they happen to go home to. I just heard this craziest thing today. Did you know that chiropractic? Because I, I kept on saying, how many people have asthma? How many people know what ADHD is? Everybody knew what all this stuff was. Right? So I said, you know, I, I'm hoping someone goes home and says, Mom, maybe I should go to chiropractic because I have ADHD. And they're like, what? And, I, and let them explain the story. Because I explain the story like this. This is how you explain a story to a bunch of middle schoolers. You got a subluxation like this, and I told them what subluxation means. You guys listen to this, power's off. What do I do? I turn it back on. Simple as that. That's what I do, that's what you should do. Right? There's another chiropractor who I heard was giving some talks. And and he what he was talking about? He was talking about back pain, how it makes mommy's and daddy's back pain feel better. Who the hell cares? Honestly, I don't really care. Not that that's bad or wrong. Right? To take care of back pain, I take care of plenty of back pain. But I don't care. Right? I don't care. The only reason I take care of mommies and daddies is why? To get to their kids. Or maybe she'll become pregnant. Right? That's the only reason. That's my only thought process going on in my head. Is how am I to get the kids in? Or the grandkids in? Or their nephews or nieces or neighbor's kids or boss's kids? Right? Because I, like Malala, speak for the voiceless, speak for the frightened, speak for the afraid. Because they can't speak for themselves. Because they don't know. Their parents don't know. Now, a hundred kids know what chiropractic is. I did my job today. Right? I did my job today. A hundred more people. And whether they ever go to chiropractor or not, it's not up to me. Right? That's not my thing. But I did my job. I told the truth. And I had the teachers, I had teachers from other rooms coming in to listen to me because I, you know how I talk, I get kind of excited. So I had other teachers from other rooms coming in to listen to me. I had a little crowd of people standing over there in the doorway watching me. Because th this is what they want. People want to hear excitement, right? They want to hear passion. And I told them they could do anything they want. I don't care if you want to be a chiropractor or not. If you want to be a veterinarian, you want to be a pilot, you want to be a dancer, an artist, you know, a, a paleontologist, one kid said he, what she wanted to be. Uh, whatever it is, do what you love. And be totally excited and passionate about it. Because that's, that's what makes it such an exciting life, right? You know, I can't imagine doing anything but chiropractic. But that doesn't mean that there's only, only chiropractic, right? If everybody was a chiropractor in the world, then who would do everything else, right? So we need, we need everybody to like other things. There's nothing wrong with that. But be passionate about what you want. Be passionate about what you do. Right? Don't spend eight hours a day doing something you hate, like my dad. You know, my dad he used to come in the door like this. He used to open the door and slam the door, and he'd be like, because I'd be sitting over here. Remember, I, I lived in a one-bedroom apartment, I, and my room was the pull-out couch. So he would walk in where my bed was on the pull-out couch, and he, he would say, Drew, find something you love. Find something you love, because I hate my job. I only do it for you and Mom. That's the only reason I do it is because you need to have money, 
I want to put food on the table, and that's why I'm here. But I hate it. And every day he would come home with stomach pains and ulcers and kidney stones and all this other stuff because he hated what he did. And he just said, Drew, please promise me to find a job you love. Promise me to find a job you love. My dad passed in 2003. He knew I found a job that I love. Right now, he's listening to me, and he knows that I found a job that I love. Right? And that's what I want. That's what I want from you guys. Is, is be passionate. Does that be pediatrics? If you're in this class because you need two credits and you want to do sports or geriatrics or research or whatever, that's totally cool. Just love it. Love it because this is, I'm going to tell you why I do what I do. I just got this email today, completely coincidentally, without even knowing this was going to happen. I got this email today from a former student. I was one of your students that took several of your PhD classes at life. I'm writing this because I really enjoyed the first five, ten minutes of each class when you would play a motivational video and would give a motivational talk yourself, encouraging all of us in the class that we have the ability to do anything we set our minds to. Those moments at the beginning of all our classes were planned to see is for me to begin my journey of self-development. I began listening to the many people you would feature in the videos. I also began to read books written by various authors and that have helped me develop my belief structure into what it is today. It's because of this belief that I developed in myself that I stepped out of in faith and opened up my own practice on February 1st of this year. <clears throat> I don't have a lot of money to start my practice. I do not have a huge office, a lot of big bunch of big bunch of equipment, but I do have the faith and belief that my practice will grow and I'll get a larger office in due time. I see patients almost every day, the business is slowly growing. The joy I get from making a difference in people's lives is much more to me than any amount of money I could ever make. I just wanted to write this email to you to thank you for the wisdom you shared with me when I was a student and for the belief that you had and still have in me and everyone that was in your class. Please keep on doing what you're doing, Dr. because you're making a difference. Like, wow. Right? Like, I'm, I felt so blessed to be at Marion Middle School today and then even doubly blessed to get something like this. Completely out of the blue, unsolicited, you know, I haven't talked to this young lady in quite a while. That's why I do what I do. That's why I want you to do whatever it is that you do. Whatever it is that you choose to do, do it because you love it. Do it because you want to have impact. Do it because in 26 years from now, when you're in practice, wherever it's going to be, whether it's here in this country or Norway or wherever you're going to end up, that you're going to look back and say, I've been blessed for the last 26 years to do exactly what God told me to do. Whatever it happens to be. Right? Don't do something you hate. Don't do something that's going to not get you excited. Don't do something that wouldn't drag you out at 7 in the morning to a middle school to talk about it. Right? If you wouldn't want to talk to a bunch of middle school, smelly, adolescent, grumpy, emotional teenagers at 7 in the morning, you probably don't like what you're doing. Right? But if you do that, and you do it for the kids especially, and the voiceless, frightened, fearful kids out there, then I know that your heart's in the same place mine is, and I bless and appreciate you for it. <clears throat>